Welcome to the Scandinavian Mind Podcast. I'm Conrad Olsen, founder and editor-in-chief of Scandinavian Mind. Today is a special episode in collaboration with Noms, a newly launched impact tech startup that challenged the way we produce, deliver and experience fashion. Noms is a digital platform where consumers can order contemporary fair trade garments produced on demand around the corner from where they live. In this episode, you will hear me talk to the founders of Noms, Siri Wikman, CEO, and Rodrigo Gutierrez Benavente, creative director. This talk is part of a digital presentation that can be viewed in video form on the Stockholm Fashion Week platform as of today, February 8th. The Noms digital platform is currently invite only, but listeners and readers of Scandinavian Mind will get early access using the code NOMSBETA2022 when you log in to nomsglobal.com. That is NOMSBETA2022 in one word when you log in to nomsglobal.com. We are back on Friday with our usual rundown on current trends and events within business, tech, fashion, culture and more. Here now, my conversation with Siri Wikman and Rodrigo Guterres Benavente, co-founders of NOMS. Enjoy. Welcome to this presentation and founder interview with NOMS, the newly started fashion tech brand, short for National Outfit Manufacturing Services. I'm Conor Olsen, founder and editor-in-chief of Scandinavian Mind, and I'm here with Siri Wikman, CEO, and Rodrigo Guterres Benavente, Creative Director. Hi guys. Hey. Hi, hi. You are actually two of a much bigger founder team, and we are here at Ringens Schemtvet and Skrederi, a local dry cleaner and tailor here at the Södermalm district in Stockholm. This is a very special place, a very special reason we are here today, which we will get back to. Uh, but I think just to start with, Siri, uh, yeah. perhaps describe the concept behind Noms. You are both a platform and a brand. Yeah, we are. So Noms is a digital platform and a new infrastructure to enable decentralized mass production, long uh, word, uh, to do yeah fairly made uh, production of clothes uh, on demand, uh, very locally and in the course of an uh, online purchase. So our brand is an extension of our core. So we are both a brand and a digital platform. Exciting stuff. And you mentioned local production. Yeah. I know this is something that the entire fashion industry is talking about right now. Yeah. Uh, Rodrigo, the reason we are here today at this specific location is uh, you actually came up with the idea of this uh, brand norms just around the corner from here. Can you take us back to that moment a few years ago when it all started? Yeah, I was having a lunch with an old friend of mine, uh, Simon Yelte, uh, who we used to share a lot of ideas and concept uh, through the years. And um, uh, he, w- he was talking about uh, planning to start a factory in Borås a garment factory in Borås and uh, I was about to start uh, a fashion label so uh, <clears throat> when I heard about this factory I thought okay I have an idea here so I, I told him to follow me out on the street 
and we uh, ended up out, right outside here, uh, Hamid's place. And uh, I asked him, take a look around, uh, referring to uh, the production facility. And he didn't get it at first, but then uh, later on the penny dropped and uh, he was fascinating, uh, fascinated that, okay, we can produce uh, in the middle of the city. And we were actually talking, talking about dry cleaners and alteration tailors. Yeah, because you had actually had experience of this in your work as a designer with, with other brands to use sort of these alteration tailors as kind of mini production facilities for, for, for your, your previous brands, right? Definitely. Uh, I used to work with Hamid and a few other dry cleaners and alteration tailors. Uh, in the making of samples, the whole sample collection. So sometimes we could do entire sample collections of 100 to 150 pieces uh, on an area of uh, 10 to 15 square meters. And uh, I noticed the, the fantastic skills those people had uh, that they uh, brought from, uh, from their home countries like Afghanistan, Syria, Turkey, and uh, unused skills actually. CD, why is this important? Talk about the problems that you're trying to solve with this new platform. Yeah, so we know that the fashion industry really needs to change and it has to change now. So we know that 25% of all garments that are produced in the world are never even sold. And 73% of fibers and garments end up in landfill and incineration. So the whole supply chain is digitized and automized, except production. So we wanted to look at production and how could we make this uh, happen in the best way? How can we make it local? How can we make it fair trade? And, and uh, yeah, how do we build the tech around it? It's a big problem to solve. Yeah. <laughs> so talk about this infrastructure, as you call it. How does it work from, from Nom's perspective? Yeah, so we have built a pre-production unit, as we call it, PPU, uh, where we cut all the, all, the, all the patterns and we send it uh, in a systemized uh, IKEA kit, I would say, to an assembly uh, tailor, which is our micro factories. Mm -hmm. And from the micro, micro factories, uh, the tailor puts together the garments and send it directly to the customer or the customer can come here and pick it up. So I think the first question many people have by now is, yeah. It sounds all well and good, sounds very exciting with this local production. Can you actually scale it? Yeah, I, I was, I have to say, I was a bit uh, hesitant when I first uh, joined the guys and we started to discuss and, and map how do we do we have capacity? Is it going to be very expensive, meaning it's Sweden? And when we start to really pinpoint everything and, and map the infrastructure, we understood how much potential Sweden had and developed uh, industries and, and economies uh, yeah. to this uh, kind of area. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of potential and uh, I would say our capacity in Sweden is equal to a big, big factory in, in China. So yes. It's possible and, and it's, it's uh, yeah. Exciting stuff. Rodrigo, do you want to add to that? Yeah. Yeah, when talking about large factories in China, imagine this. We're taking the biggest factory in China and uh, what we do is that we actually, oh, put it like this. Imagine that there are all skillful people working, there are skillful tailors, and then we cut the factory into small pieces and distribute it out to 
the cities. Yeah. A decentralized production. Decentralized. Yeah. yeah. Uh, w wonderful. So, so describe the, the customer journey from a customer's perspective. What happens when they, they order garment from your platform? Yeah, well, <clears throat> you enter the platform, uh, you register or make an account, and then you look for your style. And uh, a style that is not actually produced yet. And then you pick it, you uh, decide to buy it, and when pressing the green button, uh, it, uh, the production will start. And from that, you will be able to lean back and um, get the notifications for where in the process your garment is. It's like a sort of Uber function. So you can, you can follow, kind of the, track the process in your yeah. uh, phone, actually. You will see exactly what's happening with your garment at that stage. We're cutting the fabrics. Mm. It's on the way to your chosen micro factory uh, and the person who's going to produce it. And then you, then you will be able to meet the person. Of course, if you choose to pick it up at the micro factory, I have it sent mm. to your doorstep. Siri, mm. can you call it an Uber for fashion? Is that, Maybe. Is that fair? I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um, so given this infrastructure, uh, I'm sure this must affect how you develop garments and how you develop collections. Can you talk at all, Siri, about uh, you know, how different the design process is compared to other uh, more traditional ways of working? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's uh, quite exciting, I think, to be a designer in our company because a normal design process usually takes around 12 months until you can actually see and launch the product. Uh, in our case, we have a product development of five days and uh, we can actually launch uh, the garment in day five. So you get a very quick respondence from your customer and, and from, from, the, yeah, from everyone, viewers. Uh, so you get immediate reactions and uh, you create garments for immediate demand. So it's a very different design process, I would say. Yeah, it's very challenging. Rodrigo, you can uh, attest to this as well, having been part Definitely. of developing. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the product development part. And when it comes to design in itself, it's, uh, it's uh, we used to say that it's dictated by uh, this process and dictated by the availability of fabrics mm. at the moment. And... Uh, also the configurations because we are talking about configurations when it comes to uh, our production units or micro factories mm. so each configuration will be able to produce a sort of a, uh, a specific kind of garment for mm. instance so we are uh, we are uh, i would not say limited to it but uh, we are uh, it's a part of the challenge design, challenge yeah. and design itself so um yeah. And the fabric part is important, right? Because you do focus on, on kind of dead stock fabrics. Yeah, right? yeah, that's the main, main, uh, main yeah, focus, I would say, for us. And where do you find it? Well, we, we have a very exciting partner actually in, in Paris. Uh, so they work with uh, all the dead stock from LBMH uh, collections. So that's what we uh, tap into. And, and uh, yeah, we, we have uh, most of them in the collection here today. Exciting. Well, let's look at the, the first drop. Uh, Siri, maybe you can just mention the, what, it, what it consists of. And yeah, of course. 
Yeah, so we started to, to do a denim set. Uh, so this is our regional norms uh, denim set. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a kimono set and a jersey program. So we have a long sleeve, a short sleeve t-shirt. Um, so that's the, that's the start of drop one. Yeah, and to, to, I just want to fill in. Drop one, I mean, our plan is to have like drops very often. Yeah. And uh, as I just mentioned, talking about the design and the uh, product development um, model, uh, it allows us to just actually almost every three days come up with a new style if we want it. Yeah. So it's not like a traditional uh, spring, summer, fall, winter collection. It's more like... No, no, no we will never ever have that. No. Ever. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. And uh, maybe just also mention a little bit about the, the kimono set. Why, why choose a kimono set for the, for the first drop? Well, you know, I used to train, or I, I still train uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu together with my daughters. And uh, we both like, or, you know, the, the fitting and the style and the looks. It's very contemporary and adapted to street uh, culture. And uh, so uh, we started out, we, we thought it was a good idea to, to start with. Uh, should we mention something about the, the label as well? Yeah, we're going to have a QR code where you as a customer can have all the information about the origin of uh, fabrics, accessories, um, exactly who uh, assembled your garment, uh, at what time uh, it was cut in the, in the PPU. Uh, so yeah, you will have all the information as a customer and also possible to, to detach. Mm. Of course. If you don't want to have that as a yeah. part of the design. But uh, our label is very important for us and something that we will develop into uh, part of our uh, digital platform. So the traceability aspect to it. Yes, well. yeah. we have uh, our own uh, track and trace uh, system, yeah. Wonderful. So exciting time. So, uh, you know, now you've launched the, the brand. Um, we perhaps mentioned how you launched it. It's not a full-on launch yet. It's, it's for a limited uh, run for, for now. But what are some of the next steps happening here, CD? Well, we have a lot of exciting steps ahead of us. And we also have a lot to do. We need to build the tech. Uh, it's going to be deep tech, so it's going to be a lot to code. And uh, we also, of course, going to launch our D2C public, publicly. And uh, we will launch our B2B um, collections uh, with partners of ours. So talk about partners. I know collaboration is, is key for your strategy uh, moving forward. Uh, what does that mean? You're, you're scaling it to other brands, other designers? Definitely, that's uh, uh, part of the big plan to start producing parts of uh, other brands' collection. As we know, they're, they're, at least as, as we heard, that there's a lot of uh, brands out there that really want to go sustainable want to go local, etc. So uh, here we are. Yeah. With a good solution for it. Call us. Yeah. yeah. Well, take note of fellow uh, fashion brands here at, <laughs> at Stockholm, Stockholm Fashion Week. Uh, exciting times uh, here with uh, the founders of NOMS, National Outfit Manufacturing Services. I'm Conor Olsen, Editor-in-Chief of Scandinavian Mind. It's been my great honor here to talk to C.D. Wikman and Rodrigo Guterres Benavente. Thank you so much, guys. Thank, thank you so you, much. Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. 
You've been listening to the Scandinavian Mind podcast with me, Conrad Olsen. This show was edited by Erik Sedin. If you liked what you heard, follow us on your preferred podcast app like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. To get the latest news, insights and invites to upcoming events, sign up to our newsletter. Just go to ScandinavianMind.com to become part of our movement. Thank you.